Hello, everyone. This is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel DC Universe Fan Club. We are now at episode 37, and I'll be discussing three topics. One, Tom Hardy will star in Spider-Man spinoff Venom. Two, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp actor teases mind-blowing sequel. And three is my review on Alien Covenant. So I will st- I will start with topic number one, which is Tom Hardy, um, starring in the Spider-Man spinoff Venom. So, um, Sony Pictures announced on Twitter Friday, which was yesterday, of course, that the actor Tom Hardy who played the mumbling menace Bane in The Dark Knight Rises, will portray um, Spider-Man adversary Eddie Brock, a.k.a. Venom, in the Venom movie, set to release October 5th, uh, 2018. Zombieland director Ruben uh, Flesher is in the talks uh, to him the film, according to The Hollywood Reporter. The Spider-Man spinoff will kick... Off a series of Sony film based on characters, you know, <clears throat> the Spider-Man universe. The studio is reportedly also developing a Silver Sable and Black Cat project. Those who gritted um, their teeth through Spider-Man 3, starring an emo um, told McGuire, may remember Venom as and Eddie Brock, played by. Sorry, played in the movie by Topher Grace. Venom is not um, such, sorry, so much a person as a thing, an evil alien symbiote that needs a human host in order to survive. In the comics, Venom has infected many and embedded them with Spider-Man-like powers. Uh, in Spider-Man 3, Grace's Eddie Brock was an envious rival to Peter Parker, who, after being infected, donned a black suit and sported shark-like teeth. So Tom Hardy is Eddie Brock in Venom, of course. According to, sorry, the upcoming film, Sony's Marvel Universe, uh, releasing, eh, this is a tweet, of course, but you know what? I'm not even going to get into that, so I'm going to pretty much forget that part. But yeah. Um, but yeah, Sony has talked about making Venom spinoff ever since Spider-Man 3 premiered in 2003. But the film stalled after Sony rebooted Spider-Man, the Spider-Man series with Andrew Garfield as the web slinger in 2012. And um, the two Amazing Spider-Man films underperformed critically and commercially. In an attempt to revitalize the character, Sony struck a deal with Marvel Studios to collaborate on a new Spider-Man movie. So, uh, Marvel sold... The film, sorry, Marvel sold the film rights to its famous properties. Um, Spider-Man and X-Men 
in the 1990s um, when it was struggling in 2000, in 2000, in the 2000s, Marvel Studios, owned by Disney, didn't have access to those characters and had to build a film franchise from lesser-known properties like Iron Man and Guardians of the Galaxy. Marvel has been the most successful superhero studio, but head Kevin Feige was eager to pull the sharky Spidey into the Avengers team. In exchange for the rights to use Spider-Man in various Marvel ensemble films, last year's Captain America Civil War and next year's Avengers Infinity War, Marvel agreed to work with Sony with this summer's um, Spider-Man Homecoming starring Tom Holland. The new um, film will do away with Peter Parker's, of course, backstory. So you won't have to watch Uncle Ben die again in favor of a John Hughes-type high school film, um, but with superpowers, pretty much. So in case you don't know who John Hughes is, he's the guy who did movies like, created movies like um, Weird Science, 16 Candles, The Breakfast Club, Home Alone 1, 2, and 3, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. And possibly when Harry met Sally. I think he also did Uncle Buck, though. But yeah, he did a lot of, um, you know, comedy movies. So, but unfortunately, he passed away. So, some of his movies are now being remade, which is pretty messed up. But yeah, anyway. So, yeah. In favor, you know, this movie will be pretty much in favor of a John Hughes film type high school, but with superpowers. And um, Robert Downey Jr. will also appear in the film as Iron Man. But Venom um, likely will have no connection with the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, including Spider-Man Homecoming. Sony has not said how Spider-Man will be folded into the Venom movie, if at all. Um, But uh, Homecoming director James Watts told reporters that Homecoming and Venom have no connection which I wouldn't. It's not really surprising to me because let's not forget, uh, Sony still has rights to Spider-Man, but they're willing to work with Marvel Studios. So, but if like I said, if, if this movie makes money, Marvel Studios won't get as much money as Sony would. Sony would probably get most of the money, of course. But yeah, you know how it is. So. But yeah, um, the casting seems to confirm this theory. Um, the Broding Hardy isn't exactly a double ganger from the 20 year old uh, Cherry Holland. So, but yeah, that, that concludes this topic, of course. So let's move on with our next topic, which is um, Ant Man and the Wasp actor teases mind blowing sequel. So. Marvel baby Marvel may be upping the ante once again with Ant Man and the Wasp actor David Desmulchin, who I did an interview twice at Planet Comic Con, uh, couldn't get into many details about the upcoming sequel set for release in 2018, but he teases the mind blowing film while. 
attending Los, the Los Angeles premiere of Showtime's Twin Peak rival on Friday. He said, and I quote, I can say Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to do things in the Marvel Universe that they haven't gotten an opportunity to do yet, and I just got some tidbits on uh, – sorry, the other day, and they're mind-blowing, he tells Entertainment Weekly. And, well, of course, you know, end quote, he does tell him – this is what he tells Entertainment Weekly, of course. Um, and he said again, and I quote – it's going to be really cool, end quote. So um, Deshmulchen played Kurt, a member of Scott Lang's SWAT team of burglars, in the uh, first Ant-Man film. Paul Rudd will reprise his role as the size-shrinking superhero in the next film, and as the title suggests, Evangeline Lilly's Hope uh, Van Dyne uh, will embrace a wasp, uh, waspy transformation. So, that being said, also returning are Michael Douglas, playing, you know, original Ant-Man Hank Pym, and director Peyton Reed. The filmmaker teased more new technology and suits for, uh, the print-sized predator, uh, sorry, predator, Protectors, sorry. Um, so, and this is what Peyton Reed said, and I quote, uh, this was, sorry, there was one idea that Hank Pym has forwarded, the shrinking and glowing, growing technology, uh, so that it's not just necessarily the suits that are the vessels, and I, you know, end quote, Reed, so, uh, you know, he also said that maybe it could be, you know, vehicles or something else as well. And uh, he also said for Ant-Man specifically in the first, you know, in that first movie, the suit initially, uh, so it's kind of a relic. He, you know, he, I mean, that's what he added. Uh, it represents his past, so... This is really the new uh, iteration that is the modern version of the tech. Um, the presentation also revealed uh, imagery of – sorry, for the original original Wasp costume for Hope's mother, Janet, Sharon Stone uh, uh, cryptically teased she was a – we role in the upcoming Marvel movie, uh, which prompted speculation, but Reed couldn't didn't spoil anything. Only time will tell, he said. Ant Man and the Wasp and the Wasp is scheduled for theaters on July 6, twenty eighteen. So that concludes this topic. Now I will talk about the third topic, which is um my review on the Alien Covenant movie. So, the other day I did a special screening on Alien Covenant, and um, to be honest with you, the only thing I can say about it is that it was okay. You know, it wasn't as good as Aliens or Alien Resurrection. I mean, now I did see Prometheus, and I must, you know, I think that was that it was okay. I mean. 
it was all right. I mean, it wasn't really worth the wait, but I will elaborate on that. So, so I would say, you know, it's good to know. I mean, some prequels, most prequels were unnecessary, but I say this one kind of was necessary because one, you kind of wonder, you know, where did the aliens come from? You know, were they created or whatever? But it turns out there was this substance, this black substance that was in the air, and it infected people. So what it did was it helped create the aliens. You know, it it, it created, you know, the aliens, and it was like a, I guess, that substance needed a host, which was the human body, and that's what it, and that's what created a different kind of alien. Now. The android, uh, I think his name was David, I think, played by Michael Fassbender, best known for his roles in Magneto. I mean, as Magneto in the X-Men First Class franchise. So, and, you know, if we got First Class, X-Men Days of Past, and X-Men Apocalypse. So he was in those movies. Oh, and, of course, Steve Jobs. So yeah, um, yeah, he played the android David, which was in the first film, Prometheus. So Prometheus, so Alien and Covenant is a is a sequel to Alien as well, but it's also sorry, it's a prequel to Alien, but it's also a sequel to Prometheus, because you know Prometheus is like okay, in the Prometheus there was an inc- there was a post credit scene where these other beings beings, you know. I guess was infect. Well, I guess one of them was infected by an alien, and alien came out of the person's body. So I guess it was infected by the substance, whatever. But uh, yeah, in the second movie, uh, Alien Covenant, it showed they had a flashback of Michael, or, I mean Michael Fassbender's character, the uh, first android from Prometheus, David, I think, was he dropped some black substances on a colony of people or beings of some kind and that's what created all these aliens and for at, so for years he's been on the ship for years um, I guess it was all abandoned or whatever he was doing drawings, doing research anatomy, drawings and unfortunately um, what's that, that's her name Naomi Place who was in the first um, was in the first Alien movie, the Prometheus movie, of course. She did survive, but, you know, there was a headstone. But, uh, yeah, she did survive the first film, but in the second film she died, and we thought it was because, you know, of old age or natural causes, but it turns out he, um, the Michael Michael Fassbender's character, David, um, did, was, you know, was experimenting on her. You know, the alien eventually, I guess, came out of her body, and turns out the new type of aliens, the upgraded version, is what is what he created. So, but yeah, it was you know it it was let's just say there was some stupid things that they were doing, like for example, um, one the captain, of uh, the guy that played the captain. Billy Coldrup, uh, 
I guess he was a new captain after James Franco's character died. You know, James, or James Franco did like a little cameo. You know, he wasn't in there for very long. You know, his character got killed off. So, um, but yeah, Billy Caldrop's character was like, oh, we're going to, we should um, exp- explore this planet or whatever where the stress signal came from or the source of the signal or whatever. Uh, it was like, oh yeah, we can we can start our you know our colony here. Then he realizes he was wrong, and of course, he has got a, the a, the new alien species. You know, he touched the eggs, and then things came out, got on his face, used his body as a host. Next thing you know, alien comes out of his body. He did. So you had that going on, and you had one guy got infected with that black substance it got in his ear. Next thing you know, he was sick and they put him in, they put him in, there was two women that helped, you know, carried him to the lab or helped him, you know, in the, you know, in the lab. So then they realized, they both realized, okay, something's wrong with his body. Oh, spikes come out of his body. Alien comes out of his back. Um, so one lady locks that person in with the guy and she gets killed. I mean, the, and the lady in the room gets killed and she's like, open the door, open the door, that type of thing. And he's like, Oh, I can't get it out. Let it out. I was like, you know, that was pretty messed up what she did locking her in there. And then of course the thing, the alien comes out of the lab and goes after this girl, you know, the girl that locked the lady, the other lady in the um, lab, you know, she's just shooting up the place and hits a gas tank, blows up the ship with herself inside. So she dies too. The late, you know, the, so I thought, hey, that's what you get for locking that lady in, you know, the other lady in the lab. So she got hers for that, I guess. And then next thing you know, people just start getting killed later on. The alien escapes the ship. And it gets gets on, you know, it grows and then starts attacking the other people who were pretty much on that, you know, were looking around to see where the signal came on. They found the ship, which was from the Prometheus movie. So you had that. Uh, let's see. They start attacking other, you know, the other people. That were that weren't that were, they got off the ship to see what was to find where that source signal was. So that you know that happens to you know, and then later on, the ship that's in space goes down and tries to res- rescue the other people, the remaining survivors. That includes Michael Fassbender's. Well, there were two Michael Fassbenders androids, of course. One was the good, was one that was more upgraded, and the other one was like, okay, the free will, artificial intelligence guy, David, from Prometheus. So, yeah, turns out, you know, he took the other android's place and just cut off his hand to make it look like he was actually the other guy when it was really David. You find out he's David at the end of the movie. But yeah, they're you know, but they get on the ship, of course, and then the other two survivors get on the ship, 
and the alien, you know, goes after, you know, jumps on the ship, and they had to get it off. They, you know, they, they successfully get them off the ship so they can, you know, land. Uh, sorry, so they can, get, you know, get up to the other ship, of course. So, little safe pod or whatever that takes them up to the actual spaceship. Um, then, turns out, one of the remaining survivors that's on the ship was in fact, was uh I guess the alien was inside of him because that, cause that that little thing got on his face, you know. So you were wondering like how the other alien got on the ship? Up, oh, it got on the other guy. Got inside the other guy. Got gets out, kills him. Then it grows and then start killing off other crew members on the ship. So. That happens, and then they successfully, you know, they pretty much jettison the other alien in the space by trapping it into a truck and then opening the door, and then just sucked everything else just got sucked out, and then bam, dead done. And now the alien's frozen in space forever. So then, when they go to cryo sleep, you know. The person later on finds out that oh, you know that other android is David, the you know the bad version android of course. Um, then he uh, puts the remaining two survivors in cryo sleep. So, but yeah, so that you know that's pretty much sells it. I hope you guys understand, well, understand the movie, of course, I mean, of course, and understand what I was saying. I'm not very good at describing stuff, but I try to word it, describe it the best way I can as far as my review goes. But, um, yeah, it wasn't as good as I thought it would be, but it was okay. I mean, I'm still buying on iTunes anyway. But, uh, that concludes this topic. Oh, and, um, by the way, I forgot to say that if you guys have not seen this movie, Alien Covenant, do not listen to the podcast, but I'm too late on that. So, but um, I'll make sure I write that as a description in, you know, for my podcast for this episode. So, but yep, that concludes this topic. Uh, We are available on iTunes and Google Play Music app, and feel free to visit us and like us on Facebook.